Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. I am uh, talking to you solo here today. We're going to go over a few things that we learned in Steve Sarkeesian's press conference yesterday, uh, as well as what's to come on Inside Texas and On Texas Football later this week. Uh, let's start with uh, one big item that came out, and that's the, the lack of a depth chart uh, from Steve Sarkeesian yesterday. A lot of people make a big deal of it. Uh, I personally don't think it is. I, I wrote as much on Inside Texas as well uh, earlier today, as did Paul Wadlington. Uh, and I, I feel like we've probably gone over it enough and said enough about it, but I just don't see uh, the issue the issue uh, with Steve Sarkeesian's tack today uh, or decision. Uh, he is the head coach. There's no rule that he has to put out a depth chart. Uh, as, as one of our uh, more esteemed posters put it on Inside Texas, it was an odd hill hill to die on, I guess is the best way way to put it for one of the uh, media members that that went up against Steve Sarkeesian yesterday about this. Just doesn't make any sense to to bicker about it. Uh, it is what it is. And we're going forward. Uh, obviously, uh, there could be a number of reasons for him to, to make that decision. Uh, and uh, it could be as much as, hey, he still wants people to not think that there is a set depth chart, uh, given that last year, I think some incumbents. Uh, may have thought that they had a, a job set and didn't necessarily work or uh, live and die as hard as he wanted them to for that position uh, through the course of the year. Uh, it could be he doesn't want uh, Alabama to see his depth chart two weeks ahead of time. It could be any number of things, uh, right? So uh, that's where it's at uh, for the Longhorns right now and, and what they're planning on, on doing uh, as far as releasing the depth chart. Uh, he, he did say some things that I thought were interesting in the press conference yesterday. I'll start with the kicking situation. Uh, I also mentioned this on InsideTexas.com as well. Uh, the Longhorns appear to be going with, with Will Stone at this late date as the kickoff guy. Um, that, that would be ideal uh, because Stone has the bigger leg than Burt Auburn. At the same time, he's a freshman, so maybe he has the yips or something and didn't win the job. But it sounds like he's winning that job. So that's good. Good job by the freshman there. Uh, the second part is the uh, kicking game. Uh, Burt Auburn appears to have a slight edge as we enter the days, final days before the season. Uh, although uh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian was reluctant uh, to say, "Hey, this is definitive uh, as it relates to Brett or Burt Auburn over uh, Will Stone," uh, he's saying both of them would be the very first time. Uh, that uh, they could go at it like this. Um, next piece uh, for you guys uh, was the punting. Uh, he did not mince any words here. Uh, if there is, other than quarterback where he's named uh, Quinn Ewers, he unofficially named Isaac Pearson the starting uh, punter uh, yesterday. Uh, Pearson, the young man out of Australia, uh, will be uh, the starter at punter. Uh, said Sark uh, was very happy with his progress, uh, it appeared, uh, from that discussion yesterday at, at the press conference. Uh, as we uh, walk in to the next four days uh, and we get going uh, towards uh, the uh, first game against Louisiana Monroe, the Longhorns are prohibitive favorites in this game. 30-plus uh, points uh, is the is the point spread, I think, uh, last time I looked. Uh, given that, uh, a lot of people don't give Louisiana Monroe much much. Uh, uh, I guess the best word is they don't they don't believe in them much. Uh, and they did have a bad year, uh, a mediocre year a year ago. Uh, but Terry Bowden, the head coach there, has coached at Auburn, uh, coached around the country for some time. Uh, he's a pretty bright guy. He went out and got two new coordinators uh, over the offseason and is bringing in a new style 
We'll see exactly what that means uh, for uh, uh, Louisiana Monroe when they come to Austin. Uh, but the reason or the issue there is Texas doesn't have all that much tape on what they think that the uh, personnel is going to look like for Louisiana Monroe vis-a-vis uh, -vis what offense and defense they run. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see uh, what that means. Uh, from a recruiting perspective right now, the Longhorns uh, are in a little bit of a pattern of waiting uh, till September 1. So uh, Thursday will be the first day uh, Longhorn coaches can officially re reach out to high school juniors. Uh, so they'll start getting phone calls and messages, uh, and you'll see that a lot. Uh, there are also going to be more uh, unofficial, I, I guess not unofficial visits, but uh, coaches can be out, start being out on the road in, in the month of September as well. Uh, so we'll see that uh, happening. Uh, Sark, for his, uh, his sake uh, at this point, uh, said that he does not like to go out on the road during the season unless it's a very specific reason. He mentioned that in last week's one of his last week's press conferences because he thinks that he needs to be with the team on Friday night. So even if he does go on a Thursday night, uh, that he can do that, he feels like. But Friday nights, he tries as the head coach uh, to stay with the, stay with the team. And uh, we'll see what that exactly means as, as we look towards recruiting. Uh, there were some huge games in recruiting uh, that had recruiting impact over the weekend. Uh, not only did South Oak Cliff and Duncanville square off in a, a clash of Titans, uh, but guys that Texas is recruiting hard also have big games, including Jalen Hell, uh, Jalen, uh, the young wide receiver uh, out of uh, uh, Longview, is he expected to be the next commitment made uh, either possibly to Texas, Alabama, Texas A&M still giving chase. I believe his decision date is set for September 20th or 21st, uh, but he is actually expected to visit Alabama this coming weekend, Texas the following weekend. Uh, Hale would, uh, is being recruited as a receiver along with Jonte uh, Cook, uh, who Justin Wells, or Justin Wells at Inside Texas, says is uh, really helping recruit Hale hard. Jonah Wilson is another player that had an outstanding uh, early season game. I think he had nine catches uh, for 190 yards and two touchdowns uh, in his opener for Spring DeCaney. Uh, he's there, as well as Ryan Niblett, uh, the young man out of Aldine Eisenhower, who showed uh, some special acceleration in his first touch uh, of, the, uh, of the season this past year, or this past week. Uh, going for a touchdown. Cedric Baxter, uh, the uh, running back out of Orlando's Edgewater, uh, had 220 plus yards. Uh, Arch Manning uh, was in a jamboree, uh, had 91 yards passing, uh, but looked terrific. Uh, uh, we had Justin Wells on the show talking about that. Uh, he, he looked terrific, including the uh, game-winning uh, touchdown run on a scramble. Uh, we also have a, a number of other guys uh, getting into the fray right now. Uh, whether it was Connor Stroh, Jaden Chapman, uh, Trevor Goosby, all of those offensive linemen, uh, Samaj A. Burrell, uh, Dylan Spencer, and C.E. King has a big uh, game this coming weekend uh, as well. So uh, Longhorns in recruiting, uh, really monitoring uh, what's going on right now with their existing commits and trying to narrow the focus on a few guys like the Jalen Hales of the wor world while keeping their eye on a David Hicks. For example, the, the young defensive lineman out of Katie, who is ex, uh, Katie Paytow, who is expected to visit Texas now uh, on the uh, on the September 10th weekend for the Alabama game. Hicks, uh, one of the state's top prospects, uh, is thought to be leaning between Oklahoma and Texas A&M right now. 
Uh, but Texas, uh, as uh, Jerry Hamilton likes to say, uh, is going to recruit through the whistle on that uh, young man. So we'll have to wait and see how that exactly goes for the Longhorns. Uh, a couple other uh, thoughts uh, as we move forward. Um, Texas, uh, the, the offense, um, according to Steve Sarkeesian yesterday, seems to be growing in confidence. Uh, you could hear it a little bit in the, not only in the way, uh, not, in, not only in Steve Sarkeesian's words, but in the way he talked about it. Uh, he definitely felt, uh, it, it felt like he was more confident in his offense. Uh, and he really talked about a couple of things that I, I want to go over. And one of them was uh, just how explosive he thinks this offense can be. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Um, he mentioned that that's probably uh, the big aspect of this team. He thinks he has guys that can score and score quick, uh, and that changes uh, what he's looked at and talked about uh, from a year ago, necessarily, where he didn't have uh, that kind of uh, capacity or capability in large uh, in large numbers. Obviously, Quinn's ability to throw the ball deep only helps uh, that uh, aspect, uh, considering it, the or the options last year were Hudson Card and Casey Thompson. Thompson even having a, a thumb injury that, that uh, derailed his season even more and hurt his ability to throw deep uh, in even medium range a year ago. And Hudson Card, just not a great deep throw, ball thrower at this point in his career. The other thing that, that Sark touched on that I think um, is particularly interesting to me because it's been a common theme that, that uh, we have discussed on Inside Texas. And one of the things we had heard behind the scenes that coaches were very, very happy with, and that is the level of communication on, on the defense right now, uh, particularly in the secondary. We had Rod Babers on uh, on. Uh, Monday morning, uh, talking about the net need for uh, more communication in the secondary to get people lined up right, to get them in the right sets, uh, to have a higher football IQ, which is again another thing that Steve Sarkeesian hit on uh, over the week or on Monday. Uh, those things all tie into what we've been talking about here at Inside Texas for the better part of uh, really ever since spring ball uh, about what does Texas need to do uh, to address. Uh, being a better football team this year. Well, they need to get better on defense. Well, that includes two things primarily for them. It includes getting better in the secondary, not no busts, playing tighter coverage. And then the second part of that is a better generating a better pass rush. Well, they didn't necessarily um, go out and attack the portal well enough to get a defensive end to help the pass rush, but they are do they they do think they're better now that they've added Diamante Tucker Dorsey to the list. That allows them possibly to push DeMarvian Overshown outside and make him a pass rusher. Jaron Thompson is kind of taking control in the secondary, so they are communicating uh, better. And as Steve Sarkeesian likes to say, Anthony Cook has played a lot of football games. So the assessment of defense I have is, have they accomplished all their goals? Well, we're not going to know for sure until we actually see them play on Saturday. But I think they've, they've made – strive strides 
in accomplishing those things. So they have a better secondary, I think a more cohesive secondary in particular. And I think they're going to generate more of a pass rush. Uh, the bigger piece as a whole is, are they going to play together with a higher football IQ uh, and, and be better against the run as well? I, I really am looking forward to this defense this year. I don't know that it's going to ever be a dominating defense. I, I think that uh, Alabama will be a dominating looking defense at times. Texas isn't going to be that that kind of defense, but I think they can be a good, solid defense, uh, no different than an Oklahoma State has been uh, in conference over the past several years as well. Yeah, some teams will score a lot, uh, but oh, by and large, uh, they will play assignment football and play well. Hopefully, that's that the part of the uh, that part of the guy that part of the ball is answering the bell uh, appropriately. Uh, and I mentioned uh, on offense, really. Uh, the big playability. Combining those two things together, uh, Texas ostensibly has, has addressed what they wanted to in the offseason, and now it's all about pushing it all together uh, and creating this final final go, really, uh, in the last week before, we, uh, before uh, the team takes the field against Louisiana Monroe. Um, Sark appeared to me yesterday from his presser uh, to feel have some confidence, but he wasn't Oh, he wasn't overwhelmingly confident. He was talking with some reservation because I think, you know, it, it's not good if you're a head coach and you're overly confident. Confident It creates hubris and uh, your guys are better than other guys and maybe you overthink your team and what you have. Uh, but what I heard yesterday from Sark was a guy that kind of understands what he has this year a little bit better. Uh, someone that has more reasonable expectations and, and is trying to get it to where the team itself uh, is ready to go. Uh, and primed as opposed to uh, trying to do too much early. I think he mentioned that with Quinn Ewers or not expecting enough of them uh, and whatnot. Uh, I, I do find it interesting that he didn't release a depth chart, but I also don't feel like it matters that much. And I actually think it's probably a pretty smart idea uh, at this point in time. Other teams do this too as well. So uh, again, I'll, I'll finish with that because that was the first thing I started with. All of this combined to say, uh, I can't wait uh, for four days from now. Uh, the Longhorns take the field at DKR, uh, and I'll be there uh, along with 100,000 other people. Uh, we'll have a post-game show with Rod Babers as well. We have a live chat on On Texas Football tonight. Uh, me and uh, myself and Jerry Hamilton uh, will be on. Hopefully somebody else will join us. Uh, I hope to have Jermichael Finley on, uh, the former Longhorn, uh, tomorrow. Uh, he is now up in Alito. His son's a freshman on the varsity up there. I want to talk to a former Longhorn. Uh, I think people enjoyed hearing from Rod and uh, Drew Kelson uh, and some other guys. Casey Stuttered on this pro on this uh, video cast over the last couple of years. I want to do that uh, as we move forward. And then, of course, tomorrow we also have our our state of the program uh, with publisher Eric Nalin, uh, which is our Wednesday. Uh, really, that one of the focal points of our entire uh, week here uh, with on Texas football. Uh, last note. Uh, we have a special right now on InsideTexas.com. Through football season, it's one dollar for um, for new members only. So we're this is a flash sale. We're not going to have this going all all year long or anything like that. Uh, but through end of football season, uh, so you can actually sign up, I believe, by Saturday for one dollar, uh, and it'll be uh, through the end of football season if you're a new subscriber to Inside Texas. So there's never any better time uh, to give us a chance. Um, all right, that's going to be it. Uh, we'll be back later today around 6.30 uh, 
uh, with a live chat, taking your questions. We'll post those, uh, post the chat uh, both here on YouTube as well as on InsideTexas.com. So make sure you get your questions in uh, for Jerry and myself, talk a little recruiting, talk a little team, whatever you really want to talk about as it relates to the Texas Longhorns. I'm Bobby Burton, and that's been On Texas Football.